Hi, my name is Evander. And I'm Winika. And, and this, this is, is the Everwin Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of the Evoin Podcast, where we still have our guest speaker, Nikkei, Nikkei. in the building. Yes, we do. Yes, yes. we do. Hello, hello. <laughs> yes, yes. So last episode, you heard Nikkei's thoughts on these multiple topics that we discussed. But this episode, you're going to get to learn more about Nikkei. Just her personal experiences, you know, and how her personal experiences relate to just to the general society and her, her outlook and how her uh, personal experiences have influenced her current opinions on these different topics. We'll start off easy as always, you know. Are you currently, well, you probably answered that already. You're single yes. or in a relationship? Single. But yes. you did say you are currently starting to get back into starting the dating scene. Starting to get into the pond, seeing which yes. pond is mine. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. How long ago was your last relationship? Ended in January. This January this mm-hmm. year. And when you were in that relationship, how long did it last? Almost six years. Wow. wow, six years. Mm-hmm. Six long years, yeah. yes. Well, I mean, it went long. You make it sound like it was <laughs> Did you feel like it went by fast? Yes. Um, certainly. I mean, uh, so, it's so complicated. Because three of those years were long distance. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a long distance relationship three for three of those years. Three of those years were long distance because yeah. I was living in the UK. Oh, wow. How was that? It was fine. That's was nice. Fine. And I wish I could go back, but wow. right now it's not a great time for traveling. Oh, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That sounds but like a yeah. beautiful experience, though. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. So six years in total. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's good. I know this is a little bit uh, deep, but uh, yes. if you don't mind sharing, why did that six-year relationship come to an end? And who ended it? I'm so excited. <laughs> like, I can't. Um, okay. So I think it was ending for quite some time near mm-hmm. the ending. I think maybe the last year or so. Um, mostly because our directions were changing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if I feel like a little bit of that has to had to do with me moving away. Mm-hmm. I think when you move away, you start to um, discover different parts of yourself mm-hmm. that you didn't have before, or maybe that were there before, but maybe they were just lying dormant. Um, and I think I was trying to still fit myself in that relationship because number one, we were good friends, mm-hmm. um, and you know we loved each other. So I was trying to make it work. Like, it's, it's kind of like, oh, you don't want to, like, blow up and leave your friends behind kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I really wanted it to work, and I know he wanted it to work. But we're just going in different directions. Even when I came back in January, we were actually supposed to move in together. Wow. Oh, really? Okay. I, okay, wait, wait. <laughs> this, is how many years late, this is how many months later. My, my opinions have changed about moving in. Yes, but, um, of course. Yes. Yeah, but we wanted to give it a try because we had been away for so long and we wanted to like get back to, can we get back on the same page, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then that changed last minute because I still have to go back to school. I haven't yes. finished my schooling yet. And I think for him, what he was saying is that it would be difficult for him if I came back for a short period of time and then left again. Mm. And then also I felt like that wasn't fair as well. Like I'm not, I'm not 100% settled. And I think going away and doing the, my schooling and seeing what's out there for me, I, I started to feel like I was kind of putting myself in a box and I just wanted to get out of the box a bit. Yeah. Um, but in order to get out of the box, he would have to not be able to enjoy a relationship in its entirety in person. And I just didn't think that was fair. And we tried, and it just it it, it was best for it to end. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we mutually agreed for it to end, even though I have a point. Okay, relationship relationship experts argue that there's no such thing as a mutual breakup. Fair. Well, I was getting, I was getting <laughs> really? to even though no, we're I both there, like you because know what? one yes. person wants it still. Yes, one person always more than oh, yeah. 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 And I and I was getting it was getting to that when I said even though like he still he still want he still wanted it. I just don't think it would it would work and different directions is not just because like i went to school and i'm going here and i want to be able to see different parts of the world and not limit myself to have to find a job here and be stuck here um but also in terms of what was on the table um oh this is because i never want to say anything bad about him right yeah no yeah yeah yeah, Um, of course but i also think that there were just some additional qualities that I needed moving forward. Again, mm-hmm. like I had mentioned in the last episode, I entered a certain phase in my life where I was seeing things very differently. Right. And I want to have, you know, 
particular qualities and characteristics in someone that I feel would contribute greatly to my household, but also to my children. Yeah. And I, I wasn't getting all of that. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I feel like I rambled. No, that's good. No, no, that's, no, good. that's, that's good. good. It's time to ramble. Yeah. This is the episode okay. to ramble. Okay. Yes, <laughs> this is the episode. And did I answer yeah. the question? Yes. You did. Okay. You yeah. did, yes. You did. Yes. So given that um, your long-distance relationship, do you feel like you could ever do a long-distance relationship again after you're done schooling and all? Do you see yourself ever doing that again if it came down to it? I think I can do it. I think... You know, the distance isn't... I don't think the distance is an issue. You would do it again. I could do it, but That's I need to make sure that we're on the same page. Like, we're going in the same direction. Because, I mean, there might be a time where long distance is maybe needed, but we're coming back to the same place. Yes. Right? And I don't think in the last relationship that near the ending we were coming back in the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could do long distance because sometimes you have to make sacrifices for your family. And you don't know... You don't know, I don't know, like sitting here right now, I don't know why I would be doing long distance other than maybe going away to school. Hopefully my partner would be flexible to move with me, but that's mm-hmm. also not guaranteed. That's true too. So yeah. That they'd be yeah. comfortable to, to actually leave and live with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. And then again, my whole thing about not living with somebody. So you're going to travel to another country to live over here and me live over To be here. a neighbor? Not <laughs> much. Exactly. Yeah. Much, exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah I agree. that's a good point. So yeah. I'd be open to long distance. I don't think there's, you know, they say, um, what is it? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Fonder, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can go both ways, but I do yeah. think if you have a good foundation, I think it 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 can work for a time. It certainly shouldn't be three years. I say that now, but I mean, a PhD is six years, so ooh, life is complicated. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So would you ever marry a man who has a child mm. or children? The answer is no, flat out no, no. Flat out zero, zero percent chance. Why is I where I am right now? Again, life is complicated. Maybe I meet a guy that's just so amazing and that changes. But my last relationship had a child, and I love that kid. Like she's amazing. I've of watched course, her grow of up. Yes. But I think it's just it's very it's very different because and ugh, you feel like you played like a yes. a mom kind of role in some no, never, way. No. I never felt like I had to play the mom. And that might be true for some people, but I never I never helped had that pressure. She has a very good mom. Um very very present. They were able to co-parent, you know, most of the time quite nicely. Um but I just think and this is going to sound really poorly, but this comes from my self-awareness of is course, that yeah. I don't like having to be second. Mm. You want to No, be, that's fair. That's fair. You want to have his yeah. first child. Yeah. Yeah. And and be, I just first. want to be first. First, just in general. Yeah, I yeah. just want to be first. Like I don't want to. I mean, there's just a lot of difficulty in um, navigating a relationship with someone who has a child. Mm-hmm. Um, you always have to be on your p's and q's. I'm always. I always have to be like the good example. I never want to um, demonstrate any sort of behaviors or in front of, mm-hmm. yeah that would sort of influence her in any way. So that's a lot of responsibility. Um, oh yeah just that on its just own just being in her respons- presence yeah a lot yeah. of responsibility and then got you know i was left alone with her for how many times so that's also an immense uh, a feeling of responsibility yes. going oh, to the wow. mall. like she's in the car as a baby like i mean it's just too it's a lot yes. um so even that it's just it's there it's a lot it's a lot uh, but aside from that like i just I want it to be my partner and myself. Like when we want to go somewhere, we go. And there's not like, oh, but I can't go this time because of this. And I know that sounds so selfish. No, like self-awareness, um, right? But it is self-awareness it's an awareness for me yes. that I have right now. Um, that's just, and that might change. Mm-hmm. But that's where I, that's where I am right now. Okay. That's At least good. you're aware. Yeah. Of that yeah. too. But I also wouldn't change that last relationship or anything. Like I said, like she was amazing. She was the cutest little kid, and being able to see her grow up was just. It was it was really something, but would I do it again? Maybe not. You wouldn't do it again. No, okay, that's that's so. fair. That's so if I had to do that over, would I still do that? I would still do it. But if I'm starting a new relationship, would I do it? No, no. Yeah. Kind of answers the next question, which yes, asks, yeah. "Do you feel like you wasted your time? Yes or no? No, but, no, no, no. Or no. was it a learning lesson for you, and you can move from that situation? Yeah. So you, you learned a lot from it. To yeah, yeah, I definitely learned a lot from it, but. Um, I think even beyond the lesson, well, I guess it's a lesson too, like the relationship that I had. And, you know, it'd be nice if we could still be friends. I don't think mm-hmm. that long term, I think ideally we think that we can. I don't think long term that that's going to be something that can 
maintain itself based on our conversation from the last episode. Like, exactly. I just don't... I know for myself, if I were dating a guy and the ex-girlfriend were in the picture, I wouldn't be comfortable with that. You wouldn't be yeah. comfortable with that situation. No, wouldn't you wouldn't. Yeah, Especially okay. in a situation like mine where we didn't add, end on bad terms. It's not like, you know, something... Um, significant happened in the relationship and now I hate him mm-hmm. I don't hate him at all yeah. and he doesn't hate me at all yeah. so it's a really difficult position to have these people in, in this new relationship yeah. that you're cultivating it's not it's not a good recipe feel like you tolerated anything that you won't tolerate in your next generally yes what yeah. I would not tolerate moving forward I need somebody who can be consistent like inconsistency is something I just can't I can't oh really it. that's okay there has to be consistency yeah. um, there has to be Kindness. Mm. Kindness. Kindness. That keeps popping up in my head when I'm like, what am I looking for? What am I looking for? It's, I, I need a kind man. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I need you to be kind. It's so important because I, I mentioned to my uh, to my wifey here, I'm like, the number one quality that, that woman should look for, like first, number one, there's, there's multiple, is kindness. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't care how much money he makes, how tall he is, that's number one. Then we can talk about the other qualities that are important. But yeah. kindness, it can't work. A long-term relationship cannot be healthy and successful without kindness on both parties. If you involved. know he's kind, it's like yeah, him as a human being, like yeah, how he treats solid, other people. The foundation is solid. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes, kindness. And then I guess, you know, manners also extends into that. It sort of mm. falls out of yeah. kindness. Um, so definitely kindness, consistency, and ambition. I can't take nobody sitting on the couch all day. Exactly. Like, Even if you had the best sex in the world, right? <laughs> no, because that's not the end of the day. That's not teaching my kids anything other than... It's okay to do that. Yeah, yeah I, like, I, I agree. I need the example for my kids. Yes. And also, yeah. I can't tolerate a guy that won't be able to lead. Oh, because, yeah. Yeah, I think... Ooh, and I, we can get into like racial you know, things, and I know it's hard for both black men and women, but I think... Black women have this thing where we have to be the strong ones and we have to carry strong everything women, yeah. inside and outside of the household. And I think when I'm at home, I want my man to just lead. Like, I don't want to have to make all the hard decisions. Like, let it be a collaborative effort or you make the decisions and then we talk about it. But just just show that you can, you know, head the household. Show that, you know, if, if something were to happen to me after having kids, I could feel okay knowing that you're in charge of the kids and they're okay yes wow that's good yeah like they're gonna be that's fine. a serious thing yeah, yeah. That's, a very, that's a very good point yes. yeah yeah i heard um Jeannie Mai mentioned that when it came to submitting mm-hmm. is to allow her man to lead and also fantasia mentioned the same thing mm-hmm. with the leading and allowing her man to lead and people are coming at her like oh my god you're allowing him to lead that means that you don't matter no it means that she's just allowing him to lead the household and that doesn't mean that he's not taking her into consideration mm-hmm. yeah so that's like yeah. a big factor too and even with these people that sort of jumped on them was like oh i don't think i think these are people that tend to be quite reactionary anyway like mm-hmm. they're not actually stopping to think about what's being said right and the benefits of you know having a household like that but then also there's the aspect of everybody's different. Some people don't want your, your husband to lead or you don't want to submit. And you do want to absolutely be equal, and that's fine too. Mm. But I think most of that that um, response to that towards Jeannie and Fantasia was this, like, I'm independent, mm-hmm. I don't need this. But, you know, being submissive to your husband or allowing, allowing, okay? Keyword, <laughs> allowing. Allowing allowing the house. Allowing, yes. yes. Doesn't mean that you're any less independent. Right. Or that, you know, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. You're allowing him to do it because also there's a there's an aspect of men need to feel like men as well. Yes. And um, sometimes when you want to leave the household, that that takes away from their ability to do that. And I think if you're trying to grow with uh, your partner over time, you have to feed them in in the way that's gonna contribute to that as best as possible. And I think that's contributing to helping them to be the best man that they can. Allowing him to lead, allow him to cultivate those qualities, cultivate those skills mm-hmm. um, over time in your relationship, but also him allowing you to be a woman. Yes. Like, allow me to be a woman. Allow me, you know, to nurture you. Allow me to, you know, care for the household or whatever being a woman looks like, you know, for who, whoever. Wow. But yes. I think it goes both ways. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree with that. I agree. Yeah. The next question is Do you feel like there were any, there was anything that you did? Or any mistakes that you made to contribute to the end of your previous relationship? Absolutely. 
I think maybe not confronting some of the intuitive messages that I was getting earlier on. I think we probably could have ended it before that year, year and a half. Because again, I feel like I was trying to hold on to it. I was trying to make it work. Yes. yes. But I think, again, your intuition isn't wrong. No, never. It's not yeah. wrong. And I think if I were more in tune with it at the time, or if I trusted it more, I probably would have saved us. We interacted quite well during that time still, but maybe it would have been, would it have been less hurtful? I don't know. I just feel like it's probably best to end something when you feel it's time to end it rather than to drag it, it on. on. And I'll just, I think I'll yes, wrap it up that's exactly good. Yeah. Yeah. to say it. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree yeah. too. So not listening to my intuition. And I think I've had a past of that in a lot of ways. It's like, oh really? Okay. Yeah, I think, I think you sometimes, again, and I, listen, um, I think Amanda says this, or listen to her podcast, but she says she's a part of the Save a Wounded Bird Foundation. Mm. I am a member as well. Oh, you are? Okay. I'm a member. I'll see a wounded bird, and I'll see the best in that person, and I'll try and want to rehabilitate them. Yeah. No. Yeah, let that go. Yeah, that's, no, that's no, dangerous. No, no, no. Yeah, don't. Yeah. What is that <laughs> called? Is it? Wasn't? Isn't that what Jada Pinkett brought up? The is that codependency? Maybe yeah. There's some. Is that a bit of a bit of codependency? I think there's some codependency some. definitely yes. mixed in there. Yeah. If yeah. I'm being honest, yeah, mm-hmm. because um, I think helping someone to heal or or helping them to. Um, develop into who you see they can be. Yes. It's like, oh, I'm doing this for you. Like, I can help you. Like, yeah, I think there's a bit of that in there. Yeah. Exactly. There's a, a lot of women and men that view uh, their partner as projects. Yeah. I'm going to fix you up. <laughs> no. it's, never, it's, never, it's never explicit. It's very, you know, it's very uh, implicit, you know. Yeah. They don't intentionally, you know, go about it that way. But that's what it... Uh, those are the ultimate results that end up happening, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it never works out. No. It never works no, out, it you know. No. Yeah. People need to do the work. And so I'm not picking up wounded birds anymore. Yeah, yeah, don't, no. yeah. No. And my last relationship wasn't a wounded bird situation of, either. Of course, yeah. So I think yeah. I stopped picking up wounded birds. I, I at least then, picked up yeah. all the little things. And I'm, I'm just trying to build up on, um, on these sort of revelations mm-hmm. moving forward. Yes, that's good. <laughs> I like that, yeah. So do you feel like you're fully healed from your past relationship and ready to move forward and are you ready for your next relationship uh, okay so fully healed like uh, how, how would we define that because that is true it's very how, how would we define that healed enough to enter into a relationship I again think today I'm healed enough I'm healed okay. enough because again like I said it's something that was ending for quite some time mm-hmm. okay so yeah. you were already in your mind moving past that like kind of ending in your mind before it actually came into reality we, we had even ended it a few times so we've gone oh, through wow. the ups and downs like we've gone through okay we're not going to talk anymore and then we start talking again so I think when you do it a few times it's not going to feel the same as when you've ended it the first time right so so by the last time you're like okay I'm ready to move on with this like I'm ready like like let's end this because this is not it's not good for you it's not good for me um, whereas if, if in January was the first time we were ending it, I probably wouldn't be healed by now. And, mm-hmm. I, and I've thought about this, you know, if I were to get into a relationship right now and they were going to ask me when's your last relationship and I said we ended in January, some people might think, well, that's that's not that long ago. Like, and like I said, ours was going for about a year and a half on the decline. So I think mentally I'd sort of prepared myself several times that when we got here it was like, okay, like this is what needs to happen now. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, Yeah, that's a very good point. So the next question is, do you want kids? If so, when and how many? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I certainly, absolutely, 110% want children. I don't particularly like kids right now. Right now. Right now. Today. Right Right now. now. Today, tomorrow. Oof, oof. Why why that feeling? There are a lot. Like, my my brother just recently had two kids. One's three and one's one now. And right when we had the lock, like when I came back in January, I was with them until July when I came back here. And man, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Like the screaming. The, and the scream is not like screaming because I'm bad at or They're happy. These are happy screams, but it's still a lot. And you can't tell them to like, but they're not it's like upset lot. or crying. No, and screaming. no, no. They're, they're playing, but it's just a lot. And then the toys, there's lots of toys. And, and banging and ruckus. It's just a lot. It's too much. I'm not there right now. You're not there. No, yeah. I'm not there. That's, that's good. Yeah, uh, I also that's... feel like if I were to get into a relationship, I want to enjoy my relationship a little bit with my 
my spouse before I start to introduce them. Before, yeah. yeah. And then additionally, I want to finish school before I have kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to work out because, you know, I'm pushing it in age. Um, so I might have to start having kids the last year or two. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that might work out. God willing, I could, I could yes, finish it yes, and then have them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but even that, like, I mean, w- women, we just don't really get the the privilege of just putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. Because ideally, I'd like to finish it, start, you know, my own company, um, run that for a couple wow. years, yeah. and then have kids. The clock ain't allowing that. Yeah, the clock is <laughs> <it's> ticking. <laughs> so, so you're trying to, like, although you have those future goals for yourself, you also are considering the fact that, you know, you want kids soon. But at the same time, you want to finish what you want to finish yeah. before well, you do it. Enjoy. Soon. Oh, okay. um, biology is telling me that I have to have them soon, oh, wow. and so yes. I'm making that hard de- that decision to do it. Otherwise, it's going to completely pass me. And I know that I want kids 100. percent Yeah. So if I don't make that decision and compromise with bio, you know, biology, then I'm, my train's going to pass. Oh wow. Um, yeah. But soon, if I could put it off to like 43, 44, you I would. wouldn't be having them yes. till about then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not reality. Yeah, so. that's a good point. Do you believe you have any qualities, behaviors, or viewpoints that might prevent you from finding your Mr. Right? Um, I'm sure. I think I can be quite stubborn. And okay. I think this has a lot to do with my birth order. Like, I'm the youngest. I'm okay. The oh, yeah. <laughs> I get, like, they give me everything. Mm-hmm. And so, some of that, because that's how my entire life has been. Even in, like, my entire family, all my cousins. My, my mom has seven brothers and sisters. We have a whole ton of cousins, and I'm the youngest of all of them. So not wow. just from my siblings. I was getting it from my cousins, this being babied. So I think I take a lot of that into relationships sometimes, which is uh, a little unfair um, and a little unrealistic as well. Mm. And so I'm very aware of that, and um, I work on the compromising. Like I'm aware that I can be stubborn sometimes compromising but I think the biggest part is that I am very self-aware and I know that going into a relationship is something that I'm willing to put the work into and so I'm willing to reflect daily and even reflect with my partner to make sure that I'm not doing things that are damaging us or that that person's not doing things that are damaging us. I love the deep question to an extent in your six-year relationship um, did you guys ever discuss about marriage? And if so, why after a period of time, like five or six years, did you guys not get married or move close? Do you know why? Or what was kind of just like... I feel like I kind of know why. And I think just a lot of, some of it comes back to the intuition. Again, I think when I entered this relationship, I entered in, in this, let's see what happens. Let's see where this goes. Mm. And I certainly was not expecting... It to be what it was yes like that just it didn't cross my mind we definitely talk about marriage although i don't think i was willing to engage in that conversation to a very very deep level and like reflecting i'm sure that says a lot but i also feel like that conversation scared me at that age like i think it scared me a bit and i was like oh let's avoid this like, like marriage yeah. yeah it was a bit you feel like it was a little bit heavy like yeah it was too oh, heavy like i definitely i don't think i was ready for marriage then mm-hmm. i think yeah. And I mean, I'm not like, yeah, we ended it in, in January, but I'm not even talking. I'm talking about like the beginnings of our relationship, maybe like year two or even some of year one when we were talking about it. I think it, that was just scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I tried commitment. to avoid that conversation altogether. Mm-hmm. And again, what does what does that mean? Who knows? Right? Yeah. Like maybe that maybe that was an indication early on that maybe that this wasn't going to go the way that you know maybe we felt it was going to go. But in the moment, it didn't feel like that. But maybe also I was ignoring things. I don't know. Like every time you felt that like hunch, you're like, eh. Still see yeah, where it goes. Yeah, because I also felt like I was relatively young. Like, I'm not thinking about marriage. I'm 26. I'm 27. Like, what? No. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. We actually even went and looked at rings. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Like, not oh, yeah. like, not like, oh, this day we're going to go. But we were in the mall. Of course. Yeah. And, and you like, kind of like looked look, over. And I was like, oh. And I remember putting one on my hand. And that just freaked me the hell out. Really? It really freaked me out. Wow. I was like, oh my God, like this is too much. This is way too much. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Would it freak you out today? Would it? How do you feel today? I don't know. It depends. If you met the per- the person, that per- specific Mr. Right person. And you put that ring on. I don't know. On. You know yeah, what? You no, be- I think it still would freak me out in a different way though. Because yeah. even now when I think of marriage, I get a little freaked out. 
it's something that I want now. I know that I'm actively working towards it. But I think the immense responsibility, I think if you, I think if marriage doesn't make you nervous, then you're probably not conceptualizing just what marriage is and, yes, and how yes. you should be entering it and how you should be showing up in it. So even now when I think of marriage, you know, can I do that? Like, would I be able to be the best person for that person or, you know, for our unit, for our kids? So questioning these things are a good thing or just an indication that... I think it's a good thing. I think because, again, like I'm at the stage where I know that's what I'm actively working towards. Yes. But I think it's it's like it's like moms, or not moms, but women who are going to have kids, like, am I going to be a good mom? Am I going to be a good wife? Yeah. Will I show up the way that I, in my head, probably want to show up and feel like I can't? Is it going to... You know, the theory and the practice are quite different. Is it going to show up the same way? You know, am I going to be contributing to some level of hurt to somebody? Like, it's just, it's an immense responsibility and there's so many aspects to think about. I don't think that these should be things that make me turn away from wanting marriage. And I don't think it will be because I think that there's something so magical about being in a unit. Like, that's your teammate. Like, that's, that's your teammate for you guys to sort of take on the world and, like, build your your own sort of empire whatever that is for you guys and that's your go-to person i think there's like i don't i can't imagine anything better than that it's beautiful but like will i show up the way that i I know i can i think that makes me a bit scared okay Mm -hmm. that's a good point yeah yeah so in that case do you feel like if you're scared do you know what scares you yeah i think a lot of it is when you love somebody and you care for somebody in the way that you you should for somebody you're planning to marry I think a lot of it for me and this is even with my own family is like fear of letting them down Mm. whatever that's going to look like over your 25 30 years I don't ever want to let somebody that I love down but it's almost inevitable in some ways yeah Um, and I think that makes me nervous a little nervous like like you don't like it'll make you feel like hurt and guilty for having to do that that person or and I don't mean like letting them down as in like cheating. I don't think that's something that. Like I for anything, like coming through for something yeah, or. Cause yeah, because I mean, you've you've joined lives with somebody. Like there's so many ways that you can let somebody down. Yes. Yes. I just don't yes. want a hand in hurting somebody that I love, but it's inevitable. Like even in my sibling relationships, like I had a I had an argument with my brother, um, maybe like a couple months ago where said something that I wasn't happy about saying and even to this day that was months ago I'm still like busted up about saying it mm-hmm. I'm still carrying it even that's though, me I'll still think I, about like weeks months later yeah about, even though even I went though to him the next day and was like look I'm really sorry like I didn't mean to say that and I sh- most certainly could have handled it in a different way it still bothers me that it, I was there mm-hmm. so I think I just I think I overthink things often mm-hmm. But I also feel like it's not a it's not necessarily a bad I think it'd be a bad thing if it prevented me from moving forward and getting married or finding a relationship. And I don't yes. think that that's the case. I'm still actively moving forward towards that. But I think it's a good thing in the sense that you should be scared to hurt somebody that you love. Cuz that's how yes. you know you never want to ever cross those cuz a lot of people aren't even thinking like that. They're not yeah. considerate. They're not thinking of what you know like what may hurt them or you know i never want to do this to them and i'm gonna do what it takes not to ever get there but like you said like hurting them even in the slightest way is inevitable and you may feel really really bad even though they're like oh it's cool you're still sitting there like oh my god i can't believe i just yeah. did that but they're cool but at the same time i still have that feeling like but are you know, they cool though because this is the other they thing could just say that it's like maybe they want to be cool but sometimes when certain things happen you do change the relationship mm-hmm. and while they might have the best intention to try and get over that they might not be there, and they're looking at you differently. And I never, I don't Low want my partner don't to look at me differently. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to change wow. the chemistry. Oh, wow. Yes. You feel like <laughs> a deep conversation needs to to happen just to know where they're mm-hmm. at too, because a, a lot of times people can say, "Yeah, I'm cool," but like mm-hmm. you said, they may not be on the lowest key. I just hope whoever I date is open to the concept of therapy, because I feel like we are going to go to therapy all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Even before uh, yes. anything happens, like. Even before things happen, you don't have to go as like yes. a reaction to something. Like go when you're happy. How do we maintain this? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then they yeah. have like a paper trail or a record. Like this is what worked for you guys. This was mm-hmm. going really well. How mm-hmm. can we get back to that place mm-hmm. now that you guys have reached this place and it's here because something happened? Kind of thing. I never even thought of it like that too. Like yeah. to go like when you're happy because when people oh, think I about tell everybody, really? therapy, really, therapy's for everybody. Go, go now. Yes. Don't wait till something's wrong. 
Wow. No. Yes, yes. If you can afford it, because that's the other thing. I mean, not everybody can afford it, but there are, you know, subsidized counseling. There's some that might be covered under OHIP, depending on where you live. I know in the UK, they offer counseling at quite low re- rates because of, you know, their their healthcare system. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. Therapy for all. Therapy, yes. Wow. Therapy yes. for all. That's a yes. strong point. We all need to heal, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Wow. Yes. I'm going to take that into consideration for myself. <laughs> yes. I should see my therapist when I'm happy too. Yeah. It's yeah. good for your therapist even to see you in a state of happy. If they're always seeing you when you're mad, sad or mad, like how do they know what they're trying to get you back to? Like how do they know, or not back to, but it's nice to, for them to see different sides of you outside of that broken or disgruntled or you know kind of space that we typically go to therapists in wow well yeah that's, that's very true how long do you have to know a person before you get married to them mm. i think for me i i think the two-year mark is good for me two-year mark yeah. yeah i think i think you know i think you generally generally know before the two mark as a minimum or max or kind as of a minimum like, as a minimum as at minimum. least two years. Minimum. i think, I think yeah. a minimum like at, okay. if I, I was asked at two years at this point in my life, if I was asked at two years, we made it to two years, I would say yes. Um, I don't I don't think I would need more time than that. But then also, I could argue that that's an arbitrary sort of sort of number. Yes. I think yes. you know, but I think for me, I just want to make sure that I'm seeing as much of that person as possible because sometimes I want to I want to make sure I'm seeing this person in situations when their back is up against the wall when things aren't going your way I just need enough time to see you all sides in some of these situations and I mean that's not, I, it could very well be possible that I won't see that in two years Yeah. but maybe if I'm not seeing it that means that you handle situations quite well like I think you just see enough of a person in two years mm-hmm. to maybe be able to make a decision for me personally wow. yeah I, I agree with that yeah. I agree with that yes. too yes mm-hmm. that's very true yeah, yeah. do you that agree? I definitely because agree. I, I thought you were saying like six months. No, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. yeah no, I, catch no. No, I believe yeah. six months for some people, but I think two months is the general two arbitrary. Two, no, two months, two years. Sorry, two years. Two <laughs> months. No, not two months. Two two years. Two years. <laughs> no, not two months. Two years is the general the general arbitrary rule. I think. Right. Yeah. Good amount of yeah, time. six months to two years. You get to see them with their family, their mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. yeah, like I think it's a good amount of time. Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the perfect transitional to our next segment. Yeah, don't, don't, be, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Oh, this is actually like really going, good. It's, it's going yeah. pretty well so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, as black women are least likely in today's society to get married, mm-hmm. um, and just 50 years ago, um, we were most likely over white women to get married. Mm. Why do you Facts. think that is? I think I have a, an argument for this, but I think it's also mostly based in a U.S. context. Mm. Um, but I do think that some of that context sort of spills over into a Canadian context. But I do think there were there was sort of a like a family breakdown over time. Mm. Yes, that yes. hasn't sort of fully recovered. Um, and I think even when it comes to needing sort of government assistance, mm-hmm. I think, you know, rules about you can't have sort of um, a male in the house to get a certain amount. Um, from what I know, you are correct on that. There are forces that made it sort of look like something that could be beneficial. But I don't think that anybody set out for it to be what it is today. Like, I don't think... What the result we have today, I don't think was the initial intent, at least on our end. Yes. (laughs) Whoever's making the government policies, I don't know what their intentions were. Um, And so, you know, when we're talking about why, you know, black women are maybe less likely to get married now versus then, I also feel like black women maybe are less likely to date outside of their race. We're very loyal. We're very loyal to, to, you know, our men. Um, Whereas black men, Although they, they although they experience a lot of discrimination for being black men, they're still um, quite highly like wanted in the dating scene. Mm-hmm. Whether that's for good intentions or bad intentions, we can discuss yeah, that. But I sure. think it allows yeah. them to sort of have this large pool that they can sort of explore. Yes. Um, and that leaves black women over in the corner like, well, you're over there with all 
you know, these other people, like, we just sort of want you. But you... So, like, where do we where do we go? And then you can also put in, you know, that there's a good number that are, you know, locked away. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like there's several variables that maybe contribute to this. I think this is, that's a very it's, it's deep. complicated... It's, uh, yeah. There's a complicated answer to that question. Yes. I don't a, know that uh, I have all the answers, to be honest. Yeah. No, but it was so good that you still gave, like, you know, your guess as to why, because really, yeah. what, how do we know? Like, yeah. you know. But I mean, to be fair as well, I think black women are sort of starting to date outside of the race. I was just about Not, to ask, too, like, what is it that you feel, you know, black women would need to do to up the rates in which we get married? And bring our dating success up. Exactly, exactly. And you're, and you're saying broadening the spectrum. I so. think the argument is, you know, don't don't limit yourself to just black men. Mm. And I mean, that that would obviously make sense. Like, if you're open to, to more, you know, possibilities, then your chances of maybe getting married are, are widened greatly. But I also feel like that depends on the person because I, I guess we can get into a conversation of, you know... The black family yes and if you're dating outside you know i don't like it's gonna be quite difficult to maintain or even to create the black family um but it also i guess it just depends on what someone's what what their wants and needs are for themselves but generally speaking i guess if you want to widen the pool date outside of your race right oh i don't want to be no <laughs> it's not that you're it's not that you're promoting it but you're being Honest though, if yeah. black women are saying, you know, I'm being true to our black men, and yeah. I want to, I want to marry a black king, and and that's, you know, it's it's okay to have that too. But then, if black men are also broadening their spectrum, like a lot of these black male celebrities as well have yeah. a lot of wives that are outside, and it's surprising to a lot of people, even when I see on social media, like, oh, you know, this celebrity, this black male celebrity is dating this Spanish woman or this white woman or this Italian woman, and you know, these black women, not a lot of them are dating outside of the race, mm-hmm. it would make sense that why the rates are lower because it's just the one race that we're dedicating to. I also don't want to. that to sound like a male, like a black men bashing thing. Like No, no, no. There are a lot of black men that date black women. Like, yes, there are. They, like, hold it down. Yes. Um, so that that is a truth and that's a fact. Yes. Um, but then there's also a lot that aren't. And so... You know, to sort of offset that, you have to start widening your pool as well. I think another, I think another thing that maybe contributes, on, like when we say black women, we know that we we come in all shades. Right? Yes. There's a spectrum. There's a yes. colorism yes. thing here as well. Yeah. So I think I've seen studies where they've broken it down, and lighter women they don't have the same problems uh, getting married as darker women. So that's also a thing. Colorism comes into play. To what extent, I don't know. That's yeah, also another, I think that's also, especially the ideas and preconceived notions that come along with, you know, who darker women are and how they behave and how they act and show up, which isn't true. But if people have these ideas about about them, you know, oftentimes we, we apply stereotypes to sort of move through society, whether it's right or wrong, but it's mm-hmm. our mental shortcuts that we use. And so, you know, these shortcuts are also being used on black women. So if your only experience with black women, even as a black man, is with black women that act a particular way, and I'm not judging, you know, how they're acting or why they're acting that way, but that's that, that way of acting is what turns you off from dating black women, then and you're not smart enough to be able to say that not all black women act that way, then you're probably not going to be dating black women because you're trying to get away from that. That's deep. That's very deep. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. Yeah. That's like marinating. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because I think, yeah. That's, I think that's a lot of it. It's like some, some black men maybe are used to a particular black woman. And again, I'm not putting any black woman down because I think there's way, there's reasons for people's actions and the way right. they show up. And mm-hmm. so I'm never, ever judging how someone presents their blackness. But I think if somebody isn't particularly fond of that particular display and that's all they know then they tend to think that all the other black women also display in that way. So they're expecting they it. Exactly. So I've they heard don't of that. really they don't really give black people are not a monolith. Mm. We hear that all the time. They're not yes. a monolith. And I think sometimes even our own people look at us as though we are. Wow. That's facts though. Yeah. yeah. 
It's true. Yeah, I've true. heard of that before. It's just like you're expecting it. And I think it's on both sides too. Like women would see a particular black man Absolutely. or expect, you know, the black men to act a certain way Absolutely. when in reality he actually may may not be, but she already comes with that preconceived Absolutely. notion. And then he might, not that he might turn or act like that, but he might feel like, okay, well, if she's already assuming I'm like this and not mm-hmm. even giving me a chance to be my self, mm-hmm. then what's the point of even trying to be who I want to be to So her? you're tapping into the other, another reason we might be, you know, less likely to be married is because we're also probably applying these same stereotypes to, to our black men. Yeah, sure. Yes. And, and yeah. sort of lumping them all in, you know, this, this one little pile when... They're not a monolith. Like, mm-hmm. they can show you something different if you're trying to run away from a particular presentation. So, I mean, there's so many reasons why. Yeah, we can get deep. This is a very deep topic. Yeah, <laughs> can, 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 there's so many, but I, I don't. So many reasons. I don't think many, many of us like this stop to consider often enough mm-hmm. to realize what it is or like we just like had that like epiphany like, yeah, oh my God, like maybe talking. it's us. Yeah. You know, not like looking at them like, like oh like what what are they doing it's mm-hmm. like okay well what are we putting on them mm-hmm. that might be blocking us from seeing and that's them. the thing too the energy you put out is the energy you get and i really believe in yeah. the energy exchanges because i think you know when you're walking around and you got bad energy you're going to be attracting bad energy yep mm-hmm. um, cycles yeah so, I mean, that's also something, maybe. <laughs> I feel so, too. It's like you yes. already are thinking, like, oh, my God, like, mm-hmm. what is he going to do? Maybe he's going to cheat on me because, you know, most men do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but you're not even giving them that chance. So you might, like, reciprocate back that same energy you're putting out there before you even get where you're supposed to get, mm-hmm. and which might block it. So, yeah. Wow, that's, yeah. that's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, feel like that ans- I feel like that question and answer kind was of a, whole, a whole episode in and of itself. Yes. yes. <laughs> like, and it could, yes. it could even stretch out into a longer episode yes. if you continue to dive deep into that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that even prompts me to go do my own research. Mm-hmm. I feel Seriously. like I need to go do some yeah, research I mean, too. I, mean, yeah. I need to go look into this black woman, you know, less likely to get married thing. I did see that. And actually, at my school in London, there was a professor, I think he was a sociology professor or something in one of the social sciences, where he came out with a study that black women are less attractive. Whoa. And there was so much backlash. Oh, there was, Whoa. of course. He got yeah. it. Whoa. He got it. Yeah. Wow. Less attractive, and that's why they're less likely to get married. Something of that sort. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you can probably look it up still. Still out there. I yeah. think I'll probably cringe reading LSC, it. LSC study. But yeah. I think that like perfectly wraps up that part of the segment. And yes. uh, we've reached our last like fiery questions. Yes. I thought this was going to be like, you guys really have me nervous. Yes, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. That's nothing to be uh, nope. I'm nervous that, about. That probably was the hardest question of yes. all of them. Because okay. we yeah, have to turn to ourselves. Because that's like a yes. societal question. Yeah, you know? Because yes. I'm still like, I don't even know that. <laughs> I'm sh- there's so many more answers to that. Yes. But yeah. I definitely am going to do my own research Mm -hmm. for sure about that. (laughs) So number one, what is the biggest challenge you are currently facing in the open dating market? So like, what is it that you feel like you're having a problem with in the dating scene today? If any problems. If if you do have any. Yeah, Yeah, I think it might be a bit early to even know that there are problems. Yeah, it's early. But even in the past. In the past? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know that I can use my past as a good example because I wasn't focused Mm -hmm. on dating towards like marriage or anything so again mm. i'm in a very different season in my life where i was just dating to see where things went and if they did well then they did well if they didn't then yes on to the next right yeah how tall does your well, uh, future husband have to be for so you sorry, to accept yeah well, is this like well, ideally what's the minimum and the ideal i guess mm-hmm. I, yeah give, give, give us the minimum first mm-hmm. yeah okay so i think a minimum and this is like a real minimum like i don't i don't really want it but you'll tolerate it that's tolerable that's tolerable exactly that's tolerable. how tall he is is that's tolerable like i know the right thing to say is my height no be honest safe space i want to say like 511 511 okay the, the shortest the smallest so let's say the shortest okay <laughs> <laughs> because that's what i see like you, you can't we can't height discriminate <laughs> you know i used I'm to not, say i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking i'm like 5'7 and i used to say when my friends like oh how tall are you? i used i used to say oh 6'2 or 6'3 and they're like you're short where are you going but that's ideal people say me, that like yeah. even if you if you bust out a 6'4 <laughs> and everything else is also, <laughs> and everything else is also like intact mm-hmm. Lord! Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! Like, 
Wait, what's the percentage of guys? <laughs> I go back. Now you're gonna find again. that it's actually like six three six four. Uh, 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 what are the percentage of guys that are six three six four? Okay, can you break that down? <laughs> Like I said, it's What's a two percent exactly? Something in between, like the the five eleven and the six four, so maybe about six. About six. Yeah, six or six. Yeah. Yeah, be having six. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, about about fourteen percent of the male population. That that works. You just have to throw that one in there. Just know that that's like fourteen percent of the male population. Yeah. But most of the people that like have been matching with me are six. Oh, they are really. So that's good. Okay, that's good then. So I'm like, wait, like. It feels a bit more than 14%. Uh, no, it's, it's more. That's good, though. We'll That's good. But then also, I also realized that guys lie about their height. To say you're 6 foot when you're 5'7". You want to know a funny joke? Yes. A story that my friends always clown me about? This was like five years ago. There was a guy who said he was 6'4". There was a picture of him in front of Wonderland. And I couldn't tell because it's like in front of that ring thing with the flowers at Wonderland. He looked oh, yeah. kind of tall, you know? And I was trying to, I'm like, okay, well, maybe he is 6'4". He came, picked me up in a van. We were driving. So I was kind of looking at his knees, you know, see how far up to the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> he reached, you know, so I'm kind of looking. I'm like, okay, you know, his knees are kind of higher up, but maybe the seat was in why I couldn't tell. If he was stretched back, maybe yeah, his yeah. knee would be lower. So I was really trying to see if he was oh, really 6'4", because I haven't, you know, I haven't seen a 6'4 guy in a long time. So I'm really trying to see if he was really 6'4". <laughs> I was wearing heels that day oh. because I thought he was 6'4", oh. so I would still... I came out the car. I start walking. He came and walked up because he was taking a sweet little time, and I'm walking up to Jack Astor's. This guy came and caught up to me. Why, when I looked to my right, he was at my chin. He was more like five six than a six four. And I told my friends this, and they always clown like I can't believe. So how did that date go? He. It was, I had to bring it up. You like halfway, I, I did. did. Thank and you. halfway into the meal, you I was sitting to, there. You have to. I didn't want to be rude. There's no debate. But I didn't want to be rude. You have to. You have to. You want to know what he said? Do you want to know what he said when I brought it up, though? Because when I was halfway through my meal, I'm like, yo, he's not 6'4". Like, <laughs> even if he had said he was 5'7", I don't, that's like 5'6", 5'7", that's like my height. I don't care, you know, like, but the fact that he said he was 6'4", and I was expecting somebody tall, and he came and he was like my height. I was like, whoa. So I was like trying to finish my Alfredo. And I was just like, you know what? I got to ask you. In your bio, it said you were 6'4". But you're like my height. You're he was like, six. yeah, about that. <laughs> and he says, oh, it was just a typo. I'm like, oh, so yeah? you just typed it backwards? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I just, it was a typo. I'm like, you don't think you should change it? He's like, who cares? I'm like. I was expecting you to be 6'4". He's like, so now you care about height. I'm like, I care if you lie. No, I care. I, I love guys. If you lie. Yeah, guys are the best so in that yeah, way. Yeah, I swipe right. <laughs> and you guys are the best. Yeah, I love that. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's no, funny. No, no. Now you care. No, I cared about it at the time when I matched with you. Right. It didn't just pop up. Right. Ew. <laughs> That's scary. And you know what he tried to pull? I left my wallet at the gas station. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's go back to the That's what I said. I'm like, do we need it? He's like, no, no, never you mind. See, I'm is, like, you gonna pay for this date, no, this sir? This situation where I would just pay for it and be like, look, let's just. You know what? Forget it. Yeah. Really? That's when I start to stand. Would you bring it up if You're it was? Sure? I was being petty. Would you bring being... it up though? I don't think I would. You wouldn't. I don't think I would. You wouldn't say anything. No, because you know you're not six four. You know damn well you're not six. But he so, tricked you. You gotta bring it up. No, because I just. And he said it's so nonchalant. You wanna see him again? Yeah, you wanna see him again, anyways. Yeah. So that's that's good enough for me. He said it like fine. he didn't care, though. Like, who cares? It was just a typo. Yeah, see, but, and that's probably why I wouldn't ask because I don't need all that attitude. Yeah, that's when I was just after like. After you're a liar. Yeah. Yeah. And then he tried to lie again and say he left his wallet. It's going to be another lie, of course. A yeah, lie. yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the point? Yeah. Like, what yeah. is the point? What are we going to get out of this? Is it going to change the trajectory? Are we going to go out another day? No. Oh, Let's my just God. Just enjoy this outfit. Yeah. I was just like, okay. drop me home. I was going to take an Uber, but he's like, oh, let me drop me I'm like, you know, I'll take this for you right back. So coming back to another question you guys asked before, <laughs> yeah. what is something that you absolutely cannot deal with in a relationship? Yes. Manipulation and gaslighting. Oh, absolutely not. If I even see a minuscule of gaslighting, I'm oh. out. You're leaving wow. the door, the exit, oh, the back door. Because anybody <laughs> that can do that, you are not, like, I can't trust you. Yeah. And actually, like, a guy that messaged me the other day, I had to, I stopped talking to him because he's like, oh, 
he said he just moved. I was like, oh, so how's the, the house coming along? Did you, oh, yeah, it's good. You want to come over? First of all, that already turned me off because I'm talking what? to you for, like, the second the second time now, and you're already asking me if I want to come over. And then right after he said that, he's like, well, because, you know, everything everything else is closed right now. There's not really many options. And I was just like, mm, I don't think that would be appropriate for me. And then later he's later on, he said something else like, um, oh, you should buy me a housewarming gift. And I was like, mm, I'm not really feeling this. He's like, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, I'm like, you know, I'm realizing you're a joke, a jokester. Like, I'm realizing yeah, that. He's a joker. And then yeah. he's like, oh, okay, <laughs> yes. because earlier I said something about you coming over and you didn't seem like you took it too well. And I'm like, okay. And, and guys, you might think I'm stretching, but that's gaslighting to me. Wow. That you wrote something. I read it, and now you're telling me I didn't read what I wrote. Mm-hmm. That is an indication of gaslighting. And so I stopped talking to him. Wow. You tried to yeah. switch a story on me. Oh, I was just joking. Were you joking? Because right after you said it, you said, because there's nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. You weren't joking. That right there was serious, but what you said was a joke. So which Listen, part am I, I supposed to take seriously? I but I don't play with gaslighting. No. I, I, I agree. I agree. Yes. That was definitely gaslighting. On a light tip, a very mm-hmm. light, yeah, very light, yeah. but still, even the slightest yeah. is, a, in, is indication an indication that you could travel down that road, mm-hmm. and I don't need that. It can become way heavier over time mm-hmm. too and become narcissistic. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah. uh, how about the bear? Usually, uh, I'm contrary. Uh, <laughs> he has this nothing, way. To, he I, has I, nothing I, to say. Nothing to say. You know? <laughs> that means I didn't stretch too much. No. <laughs> Do you know how much money your future? husband because that's you're dating yeah. to look towards that now so what would he ideally have to make what's the minimum ideal goal yeah, yeah. okay so minimum I think if you first. would have asked me this maybe a few years ago mm-hmm. my answer would be very different than it is today wow. so i think before i would have said like a minimum of a, like 50? 70 Ooh. i think yes, minimum yes. 70 and then up there's no mm-hmm. maximum like, why would I put a cap on? Why would I put a cap on all the money? No, no, oh, yes, no maximum. That's good. If he makes over that. Maybe even 60. Mm-hmm. But I think it was more 70. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. ideal? What's the idea? There's no ideal, I guess. So, yeah, there's no. Ideally, at least 90. Okay. Oh, 90, because we're only going to build from this. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. That's the, that's the yeah, minimum. Right? Yeah, um, yeah. Now, I think it's a bit different. Now, I'm not really looking at. How much you're currently making? I'm looking at your potential to make. And now let me explain the potential because I know potential gets real. Yeah, yeah. Don't, real don't, don't, no yeah, potential. No potential. When I say potential, <laughs> you're like, no, there's no potential. When I say potential, there's a difference between a potential. So you seeing potential in like a spouse of yours that sits on the couch and plays video games all the time. I see so much potential in you. Like, oh, you have no, you this know. and you have that. That's a different kind of seeing potential. But we're talking about someone who maybe has a good educational background. They go to work every day. They're in a position that they're actively trying to sort of work up the ladder. They have the tools to do it, but maybe it's just not working in that particular scenario. Mm -hmm. The potential there is you have the ambition, you have the drive, you have maybe the knowledge to do it. You just need the right ingredients. Right. Or the right right space to allow that to flourish. Mm -hmm. That's a different kind of potential than... Oh, like I just, I just wish you'd stop playing those video games. Like I see so much for you. <laughs> That's a bit different. Like it's true. the ducks are in a, the ducks are in a row here. Yes. And we need to figure out a way to get you to be your best mm-hmm. with what you have there. And that potential is there because you could see that how it exactly. can change. Exactly. You can and see it, and you can see the drive in that. You know, maybe they have some side hustles and like. You know, they're always thinking about creating something new. Like, that's a different kind of potential that we're looking at working with. Mm-hmm. So I think I look I look for that potential more um, than looking at the the quality or the, the amount of money that you're bringing in now. Because also my fam, like with my family, they're very um, good with coming up with ideas or cultivating ways to make money. So if I could take your skills and introduce you to my family, like we're mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Yes, right? So the, the potential, yeah. that's the kind of potential I'm talking about. So yeah, I'm looking more for that yeah. rather than, oh, you have to make at least 60 or 70. Now I'm, I'm kind of over that. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, that's yeah. good. That's really mm-hmm. good. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then you actually put that thought into like how it can maneuver and go up and mm-hmm. still up the ladder. As long as he's staying that word ambitious that's right and he still has that drive and to, motivated to be better lazy. yeah mm-hmm. yeah even with what he has you still see that potential mm-hmm. further on in the future because anybody that has those qualities can do great things 
right? It might take a while. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these people that come out and say they're millionaires and they've been working at things for 10, 10 years, 15 years, but if you have that persistence, you have that drive and that determination, and you're, you are okay with delayed gratification, then we'll be okay. Yeah. I believe so, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, to follow, because that actually is um, a follow-up question to this one. Can you be with a man, sorry, can you marry a man who makes less than you? I like that question. I like that. Think about it. Think about it. Take your time. Don't rush. And consider that potential. Yeah, I think based on what I said, that shouldn't be an issue. Um, but would I marry a man that made less than me and didn't have all those things? Absolutely not. That's mm-hmm. just a recipe for a disaster. That's just a recipe for me to have to carry the household and be the man. Mm. I'm just not into that. I, that already gives me, like, anxiety. Wow. Thinking yeah. about that. Having to carry the household, <laughs> carry you, carry the kids. Wow, that's, like, and still take care of that's the That's too much yeah. of a load for my little back. That like, scares what, what's me. Wrong with your back? That, that scares mm-hmm. me. I, I don't want that for, no. for myself. You know. No, <laughs> that scares me. Like not that's at deep. all. That's but deep. I guess you know, if you made less than me now, that doesn't mean that you'll always make less than me. Oh no, things right? change. So, like, yeah, things I think change. We, I think for yeah. me, I need to be paying attention to other, uh, you know, stable qualities over time that will get us to where we want to be by combining our skills. Um, and ambition together because mm-hmm. you're essentially a team so yes yes do you expect your future husband to pay most of the bills if he was say making more than you or do you expect like do you think that it's like a 50 50 thing yeah like how are you with bills and around exactly it would have to be 50 50 because we, we have a joint account right right unless somebody made less then you have to sort of manage it in a way that would be equitable for based on the incomes in fairness, yeah. yeah so it's right? like you make less, so but you can pay like so, lesser like, amount. Even that argument, even so, like all the money is in the same pool. And that's exactly. And, like, we that's just a good budget point. to have our spending money, so all of the money is both of ours anyway. Mm-hmm. So even this idea of like oh making it equitable, like it's all it's all jumbled in there. Like it's all we, our money together. It's all jumbled mm-hmm. in there, so it's just one pool of money outside of the money that you have for spending. I think it's just our money is paying the bills. Sure. I like that. Sure. I like looking at it at that because it's just yeah. like, well, it's in the joint account anyways. It's all like the money also, goes there. What kind of relationship am I going to be having where I'm like, okay, babe, come to the table. Okay, so you make this much. So that means that we'll take this 30% out and you do that. And then um, mine's much larger. So I'll do, like, who wants to do that? <sighs> oh, yeah. That just, sounds stressful now that you put it that way, I but it's true. I did this whole spiel about helping, you know, contributing to your man, being the man that he can be, building him up to feel like a man. Mm-hmm. I'm at the table talking about, oh, you're a little 30%. And, that is not. That's not in line. Yeah, that's. No. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. help no. him to feel like he's contributing to be like. Well, you're yeah. making less, so you pay less of the. Mm-hmm. If he yeah. even if he is making less, but want to pay more this month, and you're like, well, no, no, you shouldn't. It kind yeah, of no, it might we'll be just little. Put it all in the pot. Yeah, and we'll take out what we take out for spending. Mm-hmm. And like, call I like it that. Yeah. I like how you put that mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. See, I'm learning from you too. So yeah, there's, I'm good. taking a lot of mental notes from what you dropped today. Yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah. this means that I'm gonna find somebody so fabulous. Of yes. course, now. Yes. <laughs> of course. It does seem like that. It does, yeah. Do you believe that you have unrealistic dating standards? Well, then again, you've mentioned a lot that your that your mentality in terms of the dating scene has changed a Absolutely. lot. So I think I certainly had. You yeah. had before. Oh, just what the heck was I thinking? Like, <laughs> oh, you're going to come, you're going to pay all the bills, you're going to fly me here, you're going to buy all the dinners for me and my girlfriend, we're going to fly here. And, and, and it's like, what are you even talking about? Like, you weren't living on Earth. I was not living in reality. <laughs> I'm telling you. That doesn't even make any sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it makes sense for, like, 1% of the population. Mm. But generally speaking, that's just not a reality. Uh, in terms of, like, unrealistic expectation, expectations now, I think I, I probably still have some. But through conversation, I'm able to make adjustments. So, like, me saying, oh, 6'4". Well, actually, like, how realistic is that? So, like, yeah. having to make an adjustment. And I think I'm okay with making adjustments. I think I, I, you know, I'm good at compromising. So, even if I did have something that was unrealistic, I, I do talk about things enough that I feel like people around me that love me will point it out. And I'll try and rework it as best as I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and... Lastly, we reached the last question. Yeah, last question. Oh, last question. Yeah, it's last question. Now. Which, uh, it's 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 not bad. It's yeah, not it's bad. Just, it's yeah, not it's bad. Chill. It's very it's reflective, all... though. Yes. What are some dating qualifications you're willing to compromise on, and which 
standards are you not going to compromise on? Exactly. So things that you'll tolerate and what things that you won't, like, at all. Right, so gaslighting is one. Yes. So manipulation, gaslighting, any of those sort of evil qualities, like, absolutely not. I, don't I love how any... you said evil qualities. Yeah, that's pretty much evil. Yes. Like, yeah. That comes from evil yeah. <laughs> I don't want any of that. I don't want inconsistency. I can't deal with someone who's not self-aware. Now, that's not mm. supposed to mean that you're supposed to be some kind of guru. You're not supposed to show up here as Gandhi. Yes. But at least be aware that, number one, you're not perfect, and that you can learn something about yourself and be willing to do that work. I can, I can, I can work with that rather than someone who just shows up and like they can't take responsibility for anything they can't see another perspective they don't think that they're ever wrong that's not something that you can, that's not something that anybody can work with right even in the workplace mm-hmm. um so i i can't i can't deal with that maybe those are things that i can't compromise on the other half of that question was what what, what things you? would you yeah, would be you? willing to compromise on like yeah. something that might grind your gears but won't entirely shift your entire engine you know like What's something that you you that might tick okay. you off? But well, eh, this came out okay. at work. Is yeah. education? Oh wow! Oh, education. Their education. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's I good. I gotta that be you, a bit more. Yeah, you gotta you gotta adjust flexible. to it. You, you got to. You got. You like got to. like usually you feel like you have they have to have like a very high standard like high education, but you'll be able to tolerate them not having such a high education. Yeah. So I think what I settled with was a minimum of a bachelor's. A bachelor's. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's what we... That's uh, a minimum of a bachelor's. Yeah. I can deal with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's my compromise. But it's something that I'm actively working to rewire my brain to think. Because Mm -hmm. I still think my default is to go back to, oh, like... mm, I still want the master's. Yeah, like, I don't know. Let's see. Mm -hmm. So it's something I'm actively working on undoing, so... At least you're self-aware of that, though, which is really yeah. good. Well, I wasn't until maybe two weeks ago. Exactly, right? That's why these conversations wow. are so important, right? That's why. That's I'm why. like, I need two PhDs. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so that's one thing. Something else that I can compromise on. Well, obviously, the income. Money as well, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's good. Income. I think yeah. also looks. I don't looks, need yeah. you to be... We don't need to be fighting for the mirror. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not that, if you're not, like, the 10 out of 10, I'm okay with that. I'm not a 10 out of 10. So, like, also, I feel like that's unrealistic to be expecting somebody to... Everybody has their flaws. Yes. Like, you know, I just... I think if I I just answer this question in a different way, I just want somebody who can come to the table and be themselves. And that means, eventually, being completely stripped, allowing me to know where you fall short so that I can help to build you up in those areas. Um, be open to communicate. That's non-negotiable for me. Like, I'm a communicator. Like, I, we gotta communicate. If we're writing notes, text, whatever it is, we gotta communicate. That's yes. absolutely non-negotiable. Um, someone who's extremely family-oriented and we have a shared vision of what we'd like things to look like in the future even if it's not completely the same but just you know some sort of similar idea also someone who's god-fearing i feel like that's a hard compromise for me i just i I, like when i see people online dating and they're like atheists i'm like i can't like how How? could i do that so he has to be a christian man not necessarily christian i mean christian would be ideal i don't know Let's not get into the religious conversation. Yeah, that's not, but yeah, exactly. There has to be some sort of someone that you hold yourself accountable to. Someone that's sort of that's higher than you. You don't yeah, feel like you're the highest. Guiding high. you because I feel like you know the the helpful bit of Christianity is that it allows you to to have something to con- to continuously defer to that leads you in a similar direction. Yeah. I don't know what to do here. Okay, well the Bible says that we need to be working in this way, or our faith says that we need to be working in this way. So we might be mad at each other. But this is what we need to do to come back together so that we are walking the line that we should be walking. And I think when you don't have that to sort of connect you, you're creating it yourself, right? But if you create it yourself, that means you can also make new rules. You can Mm -hmm. change them. They're yours. But if the rules are already set out for you, you can't change that. You need to be following Following what it says. And if you hold it to a high regard, and I do, then I feel like it's something that sort of creates the foundation for ourselves but also our family Mm. and the direction that we go and i also feel like it's something that probably helps you to stay together long term 
Mm-hmm. It keeps you grounded too. Yeah, and I yes. don't feel like I answered that question well. But I think no, you answered it beautifully. I? I think yes. it's hard for me to look at because I feel like I'm just kind of open to a lot of things. I just need to have, see how it shows up. Some things are an absolutely non-comfortable. You can't exactly. Like yes. evil stuff. Yes. I can't, yes. I can't, I can't, yeah. can't deal. Mm-hmm. But there are other things that depending on how they show up. So like if you're weak in, in this area and that's something that bothers me, but you have a strength in another area and that sort of compensates how mm. that shows up in you as a package, I can maybe work with that. Oh, yes. Right? Like sense. Yes. the leveling, the scales are sort of mm. leveling. Like you're the willing to deal with that this. you're bringing. Right? Yes. So I can't completely write it off just because you don't have this and you don't have this because you might have these things and that helps to level it back off. I don't know if mm. I'm even making sense. That does make a lot of sense. It's just like I'm not, I, I won't just cut it off with you over these two things that I may not mm-hmm. appreciate or may not mm-hmm. like be cool with, but you have all these things anyways mm-hmm. that you know i'm looking for because also that goes back to like when you create a list of the things that you want you're not going to get everything on that list no like mm-hmm. it's just almost impossible sure so you yeah. have to weigh like which ones i don't know maybe I need to, maybe i need to like rethink this no that's good <laughs> no that was really thinking good on the spot exactly. and and like you said like it's it's good i i really appreciate you coming with your mentality from like you even recognizing what it was from before mm-hmm. and your shift currently mm-hmm. into what you know you want and thinking and and reconsidering what it was from before so i i really find it beautiful for you to bring like from before and then currently the stage mm-hmm. and where you see yourself and mm-hmm. that like mentality of like dating into marriage and what you're willing and not willing mm-hmm. to and what your mentality was before where you look at yourself like girl like you know like <laughs> what were you thinking <laughs> versus you know i'm cool with it now or i'm not absolutely not cool with it now mm-hmm. so yeah that i appreciate that too Another mm-hmm. non-negotiable is he has to be kind. That's another thing. Yeah, of course. Biggest out of all, like, that, like, the yeah, kindness. Let's, let's go back to that. Kindness. Exactly. Kindness. Kind. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I, that, that, that's, that is it now. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> yes. good. I think that's a good way to yeah. end it. Kindness. Yes. Kindness. kindness. Yes. We'll end it off with kindness. Yes, yes. exactly. Yes. 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 So thank you so much, Nikkei, for coming through thank today and yes. being yes. our so guest, fun. our special guest, our first guest. Woo! Yes. First guest. Yeah, first guest. Yes. Yeah, first oh guest. Yes. 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 So when you guys blow up, you're on NPR, you're on all these platforms. Nikkei was the very no, first I one. Was the first one. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. And uh, I just want to say, like, I appreciate the knowledge that you brought today as well and the gems that you brought. I got some research of my own to do, too. From the both of you, because even <laughs> you were bringing up, like, research is I ain't never seen. Of but course, you know, I, I got to still do my homework, you know? So I, I really appreciate this. I feel like this was such a fun episode, although it got, like, super deep and serious at times. It was also so informative and fun to learn and know and keep an open mind and see how different we all think, but mm-hmm. what we all can agree on as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, the yes. importance that we don't all have to agree to even still be able to sit in the same room. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a lot that's in, like, our atmosphere right now. Yeah. Yes. It's like we don't all have to be on the same page. Unless, of course, your opinions and thoughts are, like, transgressions against my humanity. Ooh. Then that's, something, that's a completely yes. different story. But, like, if we just don't agree on some things, or then, I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. To each his own. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. This was very. This was very fun, and I also feel like I learned a lot too. Yeah. I have homework to do. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> get my journal out and start start. You know, really unpacking some more stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That, that was really fun. Yes. yes. Yeah. I loved it. Yes, I thanks, loved it too. Thank you. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Through. Yes. It's greatly appreciated. Oh, thanks yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm gonna wrap it up. So thank you guys for tuning in to episode twenty of the episode. I can definitely cut that out. Evelyn Podcast. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to episode 20 of the Evelyn Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We have our guest, Nikkei, come through. And yeah, thank you so much and have a blessed day.